listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm uh, Colin Bradley. <laughs> you weren't quite sure then, were you? You did the same. Well, I picked you up, you see. You, you slightly hesitated then, so I thought I, I'll match you. I didn't hesitate. I think it was the lag on the on the connection. Oh, was it? Ah. Well, it sounded to me like, I'm Stephen Bra- Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I hesitated. I don't think I hesitated, but... Did you do it deliberately then? Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, you well, tried to make a joke that potentially didn't actually happen my end, so I didn't get it. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I hope other people will, because that would be silly. Our conversation <laughs> from then on was just daft. <laughs> what <laughs> an you all just start again, Steve. No, 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 no. No, and I'm leaving that. That's set in stone, that one. That's too good to to, to scrap. <laughs> How are you? I'm very well. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, full of it all at the moment. I'm really, you know, we were talking just before we came onto the air. Um, we were saying that the thing we've got, to, we've got to, all of us have got to do, everybody's got to do, is have fun. And that's the, the, the message I'm getting across with my artwork. I think because I keep almost every picture I mention that somewhere. Yeah, you know. This is fun, folks, and exactly what it is, and you should have fun. And, uh, by God, I'm having fun at the moment, Steve. So tell me what what you're working on at the moment. Well, what I'm working at at the moment is the, um, you know, we decided to do the 24 stick pastels of polychromos, and Mm -hmm. I've done half a dozen pictures of that, which will be going out eventually, just using the 24 stick pastels. Nothing else. No pastel pencils. Well, i you then said, why don't we try that with the 12 set as well? Which is a bit restrictive if you think about it. Mm. Anyway, I've just finished the first picture, which is uh, one of Renoir's pictures. I'm doing some and some. I'm doing some of the Impressionist pictures and sections of them. And then I'm doing our own and my own pictures as well. So converting them to uh, Impressionism, which is as I say, great fun. I'm enjoying it at the moment. And the one I've just done is the Renoir's The Skiff. Now, people, I'm sure, would recognise it as soon as they saw it. It's, it's two very elegant young ladies in a boat right at the beginning of the pit, right at the, the foreground. Yeah. And uh, in, in a sort of orange-coloured boat. And uh, these two young ladies. And I thought, I'll try it. Uh, with the twelve set, My well, God. that's not many pencils. It's not many pastel six, but it's come off well. You saw it; it's coming off really well. <laughs> I can't believe you attempted a Renoir with twelve pastels. That's really I have impressive. done it. I have done it, and it looks stunning. Well, you saw. I said sent you the um, the snippet of it, didn't I? Which I hadn't quite finished it, and, I, and you asked me to send you some of those so we can broadcast them. So. You can put that out if you like. Um, uh, yeah, of course. That's that's unbelievable that that is with 12 sticks. 12 pastel sticks. And this is the idea, you see, is we want to get people into using the soft, not the soft pastel. They're not soft pastel. I ought to explain. It's somewhere between a pastel pencil and a soft pastel stick. 
mm. you know, the Rembrandts, all of those, I'm sure people are familiar with them. Well, the pastoral stick's a bit harder. So you've got, you've got a bit more control. You don't, it doesn't splinter everywhere. And, and although my hands get a bit messy, you can see that, that my cloth that I'm using as a, a base um, on my table doesn't hardly get marked at all. So it's not a messy product. So what we're trying to get across is pastel sticks are great if you want something that's a little looser. Yeah. You certainly can't do the kind of work that I've done with the pastel pencils with them. No way. It, it just won't work that way. Um, because you haven't got points for one thing. All you've got, if you're lucky, is the edges. You know, when you break a, uh, I break the stick open and yeah. I get a, an edge and I can use that edge. <laughs> Gosh, it's it's quite hard. But as I said, it's great fun. So you can use it. Um, and I've got another, I'm going to do another five in this series. I've got them all lined up already. Uh, some, I think there's a, uh, what have I got in there? I can't remember now. I think I think there's a there's a Cezanne, another Cezanne picture that I want to do. Um, so it's going to be really really interesting. And in the next few weeks, I should be using uh, the twelve set. Then after that, we've got graphite on the um, card. So I want to do some graphite work uh, again using the. Um, the six, the six uh, pencils we have, you know, the graphite pencils. And I'm going to be doing that and different subjects. So I've got a lot on my plate. After that, I'm going back to um, do a lot more of the super-duper pictures, which uh, I love so much with everything, pastel sticks, pastel, pastels and the lot. Yeah. So I've got a lot on my plate, Steve. So, the, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very well. The... Doing the Renoirs and the Cezannes with pastel sticks, what is that like in comparison to doing it with a pastel pencil? Harder. <clears throat> I've got to tell you, it's harder because you haven't got the, um, you can't get the fineness of detail. Particularly, now these two young ladies that are in the boat. You imagine how big their face is. Now, we're looking at a pad, not very big pad, uh, of um, white pastel mat paper. Uh, this is the idea. We're putting the two together. We're putting the sticks and the pastel mat paper together. Uh, so if you imagine the tiny little – it's half the size of my little fingernail, the face. So you can get an idea how small that is. Now, you're trying to do that. With a, with, a, with a stick, pastel, it's not easy. And the thing is, you can't do it. You, you, you can't get the, the uh, detail. Now, if I had a pastel pencil, I could get the eye, the nose, the cheek, the ear, everything in, because I can use a very fine point. Pastel stick, you can't. So what's the alternative? You have to improvise and you have to give the impression of it. Because when you pull it away, when you're close up, it looks silly. You know, dob there, dob there. But, but when you pull away, when you zoom out and you see it as a whole, it looks as though I've got a whole face there. It's quite incredible how that can happen. And the idea of this is to try to create the same effect that you want from a distance. 
After all, when you're looking at a picture in a gallery or on your wall at home, you're viewing it from a few feet away, maybe to a couple of feet away. So you don't see those tiny little uh, intricacies when you're um, that I do when I zoom into the picture. And this is what I'm trying to get across to people. You don't have to have the detail to create the effect that you can get when you look at these pictures, because that's what you're looking at. When you're looking at one of these great masters, you're looking at the, the colour, the design, the impact that that makes on your visual senses. Yeah. And, and when you try, when you go and you, you you zoom in and you go really close, in a way it spoils it because you think, oh, that doesn't look that good. But when you pull away again, you see where the skill and the, the um, of the of the artist is. And this is what I want people to try to get across, because once they go back to their uh, normal work, their cats and dogs and horses and whatever, they will bear that in mind. They don't have to be quite as precise. They don't have to be uh, every detail. If yeah. you think about it, if you say, Steve, you have a, a picture of your, uh, 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 say, a German Shepherd, and it's about A4 size, to say it was, and you do all the inquiries, all the tiny little areas and put all the little lights in the eye and all the little hairs, and you pull away from that, put your two foot from the picture, you can't see that. So sometimes... What you get, although you get a beautiful picture and it's great to do and lovely to see, you tend to, to see, you don't see all those um, fine details. They mm. merge into one. So what we do with the impressionism is you have got that already. You yeah. get that impression. And the further back you go, generally speaking, um, the better it looks. Yeah. Do you get the overall effect? And that's what you're looking at when you look at a picture. So I think that it's clear by doing, by baking this harder with pastel sticks, it's making you, uh, it's encouraging you to become more of an impressionistic artist. Mm. Because Mm. when you're using pastel pencils, you're still using a detailed medium to create impressionism, which is a, a great introduction to it. But when you're using pastel sticks, there's no real middle ground. You have to be impressionistic. Mm. So it's a good training Mm. to have done impressionistic work in pastel pencils and then do this. It's a very good training. Yes, it is. Because you're you're looking at it from a different perspective, really. You're not looking at it from the fine detail. I must put every hair in place. I must make it look exactly like a photograph, which is a temptation when you've got a chart. I mean, when I was... I've, I'm, I've told this story before, and you've heard it a few times. When I first started out with watercolour, I got tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And I used treble gauge brushes. Now, that's very fine. Sort of almost one hair. You know, it's very fine. Mm. And I was doing very, very, very intricate fine work. But it was killing me, in a way, because it was really putting a strain on my eyes. Yeah. And... When we, when I started using the pastel pencils, I couldn't do that anymore. 
Mm. I mean, people might be surprised about that, but it's true. I couldn't get as fine a detail. And Eileen said to me, my wife said to me, uh, this is going to do you a power of good because it's it's going to stop you from getting tighter and tighter with your work oh. because you could see where it was going. Yeah. And in a way, that didn't help me because, as, as I say, when you pull back from a picture, you don't see all that. So it's a waste of time. So what I've done now is I'm going there, and, and since then with the pastel pencil, I've tried to be more impressionistic with my work. And But when you teach that, it's not easy because people can't quite understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Because you have to have a kind of a basic training, if you like, yeah. in, in design and a draftsmanship to be able to create impressionism. I've said that before many times. But I think what we've done with the lessons we've given um, in the past, we've, we've trained people into getting the perspectives right, getting the colours right, getting the tones right, all the things that go to make up a nice picture. But now I've, I'm moving back again and saying, right, now we want to move into, if you want to, you know, people may not want to do that, that's entirely up to them. But it is the progress of an artist to do that. All the great artists that we know and love, impressionist artists, I mean, all started from a basis that they could draw. And they can, you know, easily, it was, it was come to naturally to them. But they decided in the end, like I did, to just do something a little different, to challenge yourself, in other words. Mm. And impressionism does do that. Mm. So the, oh, yeah. the really because with the even with the first picture that people will do, whether it's an animal, you know, like I'm just thought of the the free kitten course. Um, even when people are doing that for the first time and they're doing the fur, they're creating the impression of fur. You know, you're not telling, you're not teaching them how to draw each each individual stroke of fur. So um, the reason I was saying that is that the way you're teaching Impressionism or the Impressionistic style to your realistic drawings um, are just by copying. Like the easiest way for people to learn that is to copy because when you were saying it's difficult to to teach that, well, they're learning it from the first course they do because every picture that you do has an element of it because you're not putting in, like I said, every kind of strand of hair. That's right, exactly right. Yeah. So exactly they are right. learn. Everyone is learning this impressionistic style to your uh, mm. your particular techniques. Um, mm. They're just not aware of it, and it, it's almost a natural progression as people get to more complicated pictures. It demands more of an impressionistic approach. Mm. Um, until now, when this is going to challenge people even more, because it will um, give them a medium that is even less able to do detail. You know, you talk about mm. going from watercolour where you could get all of that um, to pastel pen- you, to your approach with pastel pencils, which is a little bit more impressionistic, and then the pastel sticks, which is the next level up from that, because you're, mm. you're not... Rest- I, want, I want to say you're restricting yourself, but you're not, but you're restricting the ability to get more detail as you work through these mediums. So what that means and I've written this down to say, is that people will be, once they do this, they'll be less afraid when they go to pastel pencils to um, approach an impression, a part of a picture with an impressionistic eye. They'll, that's right. They would have been trained to look at something. It's like when you do something more difficult and then you go back to do something that's easier. 
you go back with more confidence. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because we're looking at when you're looking at, at a picture by the great masters, what you're looking at is a very colorful feeling. Um, there's a feeling that comes through. Even if you've got a print of one of these um, great masters works, which most people would see, they don't see the originals unless they go into the, the big galleries to see it. But you can still, it still pick it up from a print. You can get a feel from it. And this is what um, art's all about, really. It, it's creating a feeling in people saying, oh, I love that. Why do you love it? I just do. Mm. It, and when you try to explain it, it doesn't work. So it, it's an emotion thing. You, you, you look at the, some of the... Um, when I was up in London and in the gallery, I was in awe of all these great artists. I mean, right at my fingertips, I had, you know, um, Degas and Cézanne and Manet and Renoir. At my, I was just looking at each one of those original pictures done by their hand. You, 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 there's no words to describe the feelings that you get from them. Yeah. And that's what's coming across to you. Because those people, when they were doing it, you imagine the amount of... Um, I can't find... Difficult to find words to describe it, really, Steve. But it, it's it's just a, a feeling is the only thing I can think of at the moment. Mm. The, the, the part of the artist... Is, is on that canvas, a little yeah. bit of them. And you can feel it when you're looking at those pictures. Now, this is the kind of thing that I'd like people to, you know, get used to, really. When they're doing their own work, copying, I'm copying a Renoir at the moment, or a was, I've finished it now. Um, but when I was doing it, and I was chatting away, I was saying as I was doing it, this, you're still doing your own thing, folks. You know, I know you're, you're copying a Renoir picture, but what you're doing is putting your own take on it. Mm. You can't copy it exactly, and you wouldn't want to, but you copy the ideas that he had. And when you put in that into the work, there's a great feeling of um, satisfaction, I suppose, and fulfillment that you're creating something that... Um, it's very special. Yeah, yeah. It's that's lovely. That's really nice. Definitely something for people to think about as they're doing these pictures. Mm. For sure. Yes, I, 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 I think I would like to. And I mean, we've got an awful lot of really good stuff coming through. Pictures of my own, a photograph that um, um, I did recently of the barge, the barges, yeah. the later one of the barges and the colours. I was showing that to a friend of mine the other day on my iPhone. Now, it wasn't very big. And I yeah. said, this is what I he said. You know, that is a, that is a fantastic picture. Mm. And we zoomed in. And, you know, you can do that on your iPhone. You can zoom in. And I, I said, now, look at, look at the woods. It was, I wasn't showing off. What I was saying is, look how we can create with the pastel pencil, it was a pastel pencil picture I was showing then. Look how we create the feel of that. You, you almost could feel you're in the woods, this section I was going into. And he was a, a gobsmacked, really. Just, There's no way to describe it. And that was on a little iPhone. 
so you imagine if it was looking at the real picture or the whole picture. This is what well, this is. These are the kind of things that I'm trying to get across to people now. That I mean, it's going to take time. You know, you can't just do it. You can't just pick up the pencil and say, "Never done any art before, but I think I'll do that picture." It's not going to quite work that way. But by starting out, and a lot of our members, a lot of people listening here on this have already gone through a lot of the uh, pictures and the projects and are doing their own brilliant pictures because we're seeing them. Um, they're sending them into us. So they're already there. They're, now they need to go a step further, I think, if they want to. There's no, there's no demand. I don't make any demand, and I still give you, you know, I still get everybody the um, other pictures as well. But uh, we just want to take them to another level, Steve. Yeah, definitely. Well, there's a there's a couple other things I want to mention. Um, the first thing is that um, the 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 actual first pastel stick project that I'm going to be releasing is probably going to be in the next week or so. And that's mm-hmm. going to be the tropical scene, which I just put a picture up on Instagram that people will be oh, able right. to get a like, sort of sneak peek into what that is going to be. Um, and that's the tropical one, and that's the one that you did with the twenty-four set. Oh right! Um, just to yeah. get just to get one out there to get people started that may have the polychroma sticks um, and that have been listening to us talk about it and now are itching to get going. <laughs> Yes, well, we can. We've got so much now that we can we can do that. We can drop them in every now and again, and when people see it, they go, oh, "I'd like to see more of that." Because that tropical scene um, was very simplistic, if you think about it. it just a few palm trees and a sky, a water, and a bit of a bank. Yeah, but it was. There was nothing in it really, was there? No. But, yeah. But yeah. this is this is where I think, um, and I took it from a photograph. Uh, it, it wasn't a master's picture. It was just one that I adapted. Yeah. Uh, so people get an idea of how they can do it. But but um, and when they look at the the, uh, the, the, the land, it's, it's just oranges and dark browns and yellows. Yeah. You know, it's lovely. Got to do. It's, it's lovely. The sky is incredible. When I was watching you do the sky, it it really is. Um... Uh, to me, it's very realistic. Even the sky, yes, one you know, one of the yes. the most lovely, simplest sort of skies that you've done. I've seen um, the, the the wispy clouds just looked brilliant. Mm. Mm. Well, that was done. Um, if you, I can talk about it, if you like, as you're going to put it up, um, what I did there, I had the white pastel paper. So, what I had to do there, and bear in mind, I hadn't had a lot of experience with the white pastel I've been using the darker colours, which it's easier. But the white pastel mat, I, I used a white um, pastel to start with on the white. And it does seem silly. You've got white pastel, pastel mat. Why do you want to put white on top of it? But you had to do that to create the cushion for the stronger tones. Because if you put blue in it, the blue on white pastel mat paper would have marked it. You wouldn't get it out. Even if you rubbed it out, you wouldn't get it out. Mm. So what you have to put is you have to put a base down. So I started off like that, um, putting the white all over the sky. And then I did it again because I thought, I've got to really make sure that this is really solid. And then I put a very light touch of blue on, just a little light. 
And I thought straight away, if I press hard with this, that's going to go almost through the white into the um, touch the the board or the paper. So what I did, I did it lightly, and gradually I built that up to what you saw in that picture, mm. and that's how it was done. Mm. But it, it, it's a, it's a lot, and I think people will be able to do it because they've just got to follow what I do. Yeah, I think it's achievable. So, sure. yes, yeah, so you're quite right. It was, um, and the water was the same. Yeah exactly the same um, situation yes i think it's lovely to, it's lovely to be able to do a variety of different pictures um using the sticks yeah. because as i say it's very quick it didn't take me long to do yeah um we mentioned you mentioned the white pastel mat and you mentioned earlier that you're working on a small pad now people have got the choice what size pastel mat pad to to work on the ones in the projects are the one the, the pad size you're using is 18 by 24 centimeters and you're doing that because it's easier to film um an area uh with a smaller pad um mm. but people can either choose to get that size pad or we sell the 24 by 30 or the 30 by 40 um white pastel mat pads and it, it you're mm. using white for everything so people can get a white um a white pad and um yeah people will be able to buy the sticks and the pad as a bundle um i may also look at because we started selling excuse me we started selling 50 by centimeter 50 by 70 centimeter packs of pastel mat so um for people that either want to get a bigger sheet and cut it up or um Mm. that want to work on a much much larger scale um so I may look at getting white in that because I don't think we sell white currently. I don't think so. Um, mm. Well, I think yeah. it, the thing is people can, can choose, can't they? We, we we give them the line drawing. They can blow the line drawing up um, bigger than they want. So they've got choices to make. Um, but but we do it because of the, first of all, the cost element. But, but if the people wanted to start out with just the, the pastel sticks and not buy the pastel pencils as a beginner then they could just buy the, the the 12 or the 24 set because if you if you when they see the 12 set uh pictures that come out eventually they'll be able to do that with the 24 set because yeah. you've got the same you've got the same pastels in them but obviously with the 24 set you get extras right uh, you've got a little bit more leeway but as you said i was amazed that that um, Renoir came up so well with just the 12 pastel six. Yeah, yeah amazing. So you don't have to have them. And, and then if you increase the size slightly, you've probably got a better chance of, of getting the detail that I've got in um, than um, with the smaller ones. Mm. Um, the idea was costing C, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Give, giving them a, a pad of paper and 12 pastel sticks is not very expensive no. and a, the other thing you you would need really is a a blender a color shaper yeah yeah true, true. i would say that's almost a, a given there because i don't think you certainly wouldn't be able to do the remoir that i've just done Maybe without I'll, I'll include that in the bundle shall i 
<laughs> I think, well, I think it might be wise to do that because otherwise people will be disappointed, you yeah. know, when they get, when get, they, they get they the bundle everything. and they think, yeah. well, where's the colour shaper then that Colin's using? Yeah. Which one did you use in it? Well, it, I think uh, it's the um, ivory, the ivory number two chisel. Chisel. Okay. Yeah. It, it's it's nice for the pastel. Um, did I use it? For the, I can't remember. I use it for the twenty-four now. I, I, I lose track of what I use. But they will be able. To, I think the eye would be the better one to to do because even if even if I had to use the grey one, they can still do it with the ivory one. Yeah, the ivory is just that little bit softer. Mm. So one other question that we, one other thing I want to mention, which was a question we had from Laura. Um, she asked about these. Uh, projects and she wondered because it's stick pastels whether um you would recommend fixative whether the differences of the pastel coming off the picture or whether no. you, you still needed to, to worry about no it. no i wouldn't do that if you do it'll dull it in if you're using the if you're using pastels um soft pastel sticks that is the much softer kind of pastel. Probably you would definitely need to use a fixative on that because it does flake off. But polychromous pastel sticks are very, very much like pastel pencils, only just a bit softer, but not much. So, and they go into the paper. There's no drop off at all. Yeah. Okay. So I, my recommendation is don't, but if you want to, of course you can. There's always a choice open to you. Mm. No, that's a good point about the different textures as well. So that, mm. that differentiates it, which is, nice. Mm. which is nice. I think all the pastel sticks we've got, um, the, the Caran d'Ache and the um, Cretacolor pastel sticks, they're very similar. Their the, the makeup is similar. They might be a bit softer, but they've still got that, um, um, I want to call it stickiness, but if that's the wrong word to use. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's, they're, they're kind of, it's obviously to do with the binding that they make these materials in. And even your fingers. I mean, I, my fingers, when I work on these uh, pastel sticks, are going to be mu mu mucky because, because I'm only using the, the raw pastel, aren't I? As opposed to uh, in a pencil where I don't touch the edge. The only time I get pastel on my fingers when I'm using pastel pencils is when I rub it with it, rub them in with yeah. my finger. Otherwise, my hands are clean. But pastel sticks is a different matter altogether. You, you're, you're going to, you're naturally going to um, get the pastel on your fingers. Yeah. But not as much as the um, soft pastel. Yeah. And this also, I, I'll suggest another question that somebody, somebody will ask. Is the dust a problem? The answer is no. If you're using stick pastels, that's the Rembrandts and all the other um, fabulous range of stick pastels there are, soft pastels there are out there, there is a possibility that you could have a problem if you're asthmatic or have a problem with dust because that does create dust. The polychromos 
doesn't. I've had no problem at all with with the polychromos using that stick mm. because they are, as I say, of different makeup. They don't have that splintering. Mm. You see, having said that, you'll see occasionally when I'm using them, they do splinter. But that's only because I'm pressing hard, <laughs> and I've got and I've got an edge, you know, which I've used, and they go ding. Yeah. But no, they don't. They don't crumble away. They're much easier to use than the soft pastel. I don't. To be honest, Steve, I don't think I'm ever going to go into soft pastel work. Uh, I've used them myself, and I've used them on backgrounds, but I won't go into using them on uh, pictures because I think, from a teaching point of view, from our perspective anyway, people will get in too much of a mess. And, of course, it's not only a mess on the board that you're using or the surround or the table or whatever the easel you're using, but it's all over your fingers and your hands and, consequently, all over the the surface of the um, board that you're using or the paper that you're using. It's very mucky. Yeah. So I don't really want to go down that road at all. So don't suggest that to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that we that we go into soft pastel. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, people won't have to wait too long now to to see these pictures and to get cracking with them. Like I said, the tropical scene in the next week or so. I probably think next week I'll try and have it up there and done, um, and people can let us know what they think. So hopefully by the next podcast we'll have some reaction. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. So, but, uh, and, and also, let people um, know that they can send the questions into us again, because it's going to raise quite a lot of questions, I think. Mm-hmm. I've tried to preempt as much as I can, but there are going to be, well, what about this and what about that? How do I go? Because there is a difference. There is a difference between the two. But I think that I would like eventually to, and I will do more pictures, where I use the pastel pencil and the stick pastels together. I know I do occasionally, particularly if I'm doing a background, but I want to incorporate them more together in pictures. Yeah. I think that would be nice to... Yeah, I think it would be. I'd, I'd I'd look forward to that. I was very tempted, I must admit. I've got to admit to people that when I was doing these... uh, uh, pictures these um pastel stick pictures very tempted to get my pencils out i'll I'll just i'll just i'll just and i thought i can't do that (laughs) i can't cheat (laughs) it's so easy to do that you can think oh i'll get the pencils out well others can do that if they're watching can't they yeah well (laughs) (laughs) oh they can of course they can oh absolutely it's only i've got to be honest and you know, and what I present to people, say I did this, even yeah. though I was struggling at times. Yeah. But there's no reason why, and this is a, a good point you bring up because people are going to mention that to us. Look, I've got all these lovely pastel pencils and I've got these pastel sticks. I agree with Colin. I want to do it with the pastel sticks, but can I use the pencils as well? Of course you can. Of yeah. you can. Yeah. Good. Excellent. All right. Well, I think we've built up the excitement uh, for long enough. <laughs> People will be able to uh, watch these in the next week. So, um, but yes, to reiterate what your point was, Dad, 
keep your question coming in. Um, we love seeing them and reading them out and talking about them. Um, keeps these podcasts going. And we will look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.